Welcome to the Raising Successful Kids podcast. This is a podcast where we will discuss and explore how to raise children to be successful in all areas of their life. Irene Santanier is a working mum of an entrepreneurial child and shares a passion with her husband to see children succeed. And now, introducing your host, Irene Santanier. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Raising Successful Kids. I hope everyone that's listening to the podcast today is well and that you are experiencing success in your own life and the life of the children that you're working alongside. So today I've got somebody in front of me who is very successful in her own right and has been building her own community of like-minded creative people for a few years now Um, and I'm extremely pleasured to be in front of a lady called Debbie Blott who runs the Decor Cafe. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, Would you like to start by just telling us a little bit about who Debbie Blott is and a little bit about the Decor Cafe? So um, yes, um, thank you very much first of all for inviting me to do this podcast with you. Um, As you said, I started um, the Decor Cafe, which is a community of um, like-minded, creative people based in SW London predominantly, um, to inspire people to create their own home or their own home business. So it's quite unique in the sense that um, it combines both people who are interested in creating their home just for themselves Mm -hmm. and also um, their own home business. Mm -hmm. Um, That grew out of the fact that my background originally was in marketing Mm -hmm. but in um, design and creative industries. So my first job was actually working at ICI Dulux Mm -hmm. where I used to do all the colour ranges and um, did the colour card with all the interior room sets and so on, launched products called Saturn Wood. Um, And then I went into graphic design and marketing in those areas. So my background was very much in um, creative industries. Mm. And my journey was that I um, went abroad with my husband and Mm. children Mm -hmm. and wasn't working and um, travelled creating homes you know, all over the world very quickly. I was in 10 different um, homes, um, rented mainly, over quite a short period of time. And when I came back to the UK, I um, wanted to restart my career Mm. and went into... um, went back into the sort of creative industry and recognised that there was a need to help people to create their homes Mm. to be comfortable in the same way that I'd been doing Mm -hmm. travelling and started attracting people to the workshops to help them to do their home. Mm -hmm. But, of course, the people that were most interested were actually interior designers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it then fed into my marketing skills and developing programmes for them to start up and develop their own business. Mm -hmm. And that's now grown into... All creative areas really of home and home business. And how long has the Deco Cafe been um, established? So we started doing um, the first interior design workshops in 2010 Mm. and the intent for those was literally just to help people to do up their own home Um, but then that grew into a club Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it developed from there. Okay 
So what do you think when you started doing the workshops and showing people how they could um, be creative in their own homes? What was what was your idea behind that? What, what's your ethos in having some, you know, a relaxed feel in your home, for instance, or whatever it might be? So it um, was directly related to my experience when I was traveling, mm. which is that um, moving into different properties, I became very aware that um, how the home looked and felt mm. had a direct impact on me mm. um, because if it didn't suit me I wasn't happy mm. and that's nothing to do with trends it's literally about it suiting and if it if I wasn't happy then obviously that impinged on the entire family mm. well, you know it's not just about me as an individual it's about the family happiness so um, I really strongly believe that um, it's about your own well-being and about your own health mm. to have a home that suits you mm -hmm. um, and so the original concept for the workshops was to help people to create something that suited them mm. um, but very often people don't have the time or the experience to do that mm -hmm. so you need talented experienced people to help them yeah. and that's where the network started growing so we have a network initiative interior designers mm -hmm. who can help people to create a home that suits them mm -hmm. and then from that obviously um People also need gardens, they need the products to put in them, mm. um, they need flowers, and actually being the Decal Cafe, you know, we've launched into food as well. Mm. So that's how it evolved. Mm. But it's all about helping people really to be happy and comfortable in their own environment, whether that is something which is very high tech and very leading cutting edge or whether it's something which is much more comfortable and just things you've inherited from granny but yeah. how to put it together it's entirely up to you yeah because there is a lot of um, the relationship between how you have your home and how you work and how you spend your time outside of if you go to the office to work etc it like you said it has a big there's a big part of how how you are as a person isn't it so if you know you're going to come home and your space that you're living in is mm -hmm. relaxed and comfortable you might not be able to put your finger on what it is but because you're a creative mm. type you can help people mm. be more relaxed be more um at ease with mm. their space in their home mm. so that when they're here they can enjoy it well home should be your haven and i mean i know that you're special interest is in helping children to be successful mm. and home has a really important role Absolutely. to play in that yeah. and um, you know we've done quite a lot of work and part of our network you know we've got a number of experts within the network people like Karen Haller who focuses on colour for example mm. um, and our interior designers mm. who look at helping people to create spaces mm. for their children so that their children actually can be relaxed as mm. well mm. and that transitions you know a little child is very much within an environment that you give them yeah so it's important that you create the environment which is best for them yeah. but as they begin to evolve their and, yeah. and develop themselves mm. what that child needs 
it's going to vary very much, you know, perhaps from you. So it's actually recognizing and understanding the differences between what you as a parent um, are should be imposing on your child for their own health and well-being mm. and when to let go and actually to let them have their own space and mm. you know the most obvious example about that is the teenager who mm. has their own room mm. and can have what you might consider perhaps the most appalling taste <laughs> but actually quite good for them to yeah. have that individuality and that space which really enables them to be mm. comfortable in their own environment and have their own identity at home mm. and do you still do creative stuff yourself? Do you, do you go off and do con- consultations for people yourself? Or do um, you, what do you tend to do now? Uh, most of what I do is related to... Um, it's okay, we've got a little dog that's joined us <laughs> who's wanting to play. So. <laughs> that's what you can hear in the background. <laughs> the snorting. Um, most of what I do is, is more about matching people to members oh. of my network who can help... Okay. Then. Okay. Um, and has that has that evolved as the decor campaign yes, has evolved? Absolutely. Okay. And um, a lot of the reason for that is that um, you know there are a lot of different skills. You know, as with everything, there's a lot of different skills and a lot of different people. Mm. And what we look for in our in our network mm. um, are matching people who've got complementary skills so um and finding the right people to help you so Mm -hmm. typically a lot of what i'm doing is matching people rather than taking on things myself and you run events where you're um how does it work then when you say the decor cafe is it is it a cafe or is it a um, an event that you run on a regular basis? Just to explain a little bit more about that. Yeah, so the, de- the original concept of the Decal Cafe was um, and is um, a community. Okay. And so the term cafe um, is really predominantly there to communicate the relaxed social mm. nature of the community. Okay. And the decor comes very much from the fact that it was originally purely interior design. And then, as I've said, it's now grown. Mm. And we now have these sort of four pillars, really, which are um, interiors and everything to do with home from architecture through art and design and products, gardens lifestyle which is you know flowers and food mm. through to um home business and mm. supporting people and i think that's the other part of it which we began to touch on which was that when um we moved from just helping people to up their homes but helping and supporting the people who were helping the people to up yeah. their homes yeah. um, what also evolved was the understanding that that you know home has become a hotbed of entrepreneurial activity mm-hmm. and that there are a lot of people in their homes mm-hmm. who have a lot to offer other people yeah. um, even though they may not have technically what you might determine sort of successful careers yeah. they actually have lots of very highly tuned skills mm-hmm. um, and are looking to contribute to society whether mm-hmm. that's um, in starting up their own business or mm-hmm. in some other way so it's you know for the health and the happiness of the home as, as a whole yeah. there's an opportunity to support those entrepreneurial mm. um, businesses mm. and that work side as well mm. do you um how do you what do you think about opportunity do you do you see opportunity all around you when you're going through your everyday life oh yeah absolutely yeah. um have you always I, been like that 
Definitely. I mean, there are there is so much opportunity, and every person that you meet, um, I'm always blown away by the skills that they have, um, and the uh, potential for supporting each other, developing their own businesses, um, and networking in many ways. So you <laughs> you have children of your own. So, yes. Um, how many? You have three children? So I have three children. I have a son who's now 24, mm-hmm. and then I have identical twin girls of 22. Okay. And um, explain le- explain to the listeners a little bit of how you've used your approach um, with be- looking at opportunities, and um, I know that you've been entrepreneurial for most of your life, even if you didn't recognise it yourself. Mm. How you've brought that through in bringing up your children? Um, I would say that um, a, a key thing for, for me in bringing up my children uh, was very much about allowing them to be who they are mm. and find out who they are and just try and support them in that. Mm. When um, it comes to entrepreneurial I mean, my my kids would say, you know, regularly say to mum, mum, you know, I don't want to turn that into a business mm. or no, mum, I don't want to do that. Mm. But just in terms of bringing them up, I just think the most important thing or one of the most important things is to allow them to be, you know, who they want to be yeah. and encouraging them in the direction that, that they want to take. Mm. Um, and so that's, I mean, I would say that I've probably been a fairly hands-off parent in a way I think it's important to give children uh, the opportunity to be free Mm -hmm. to explore you know what it is that they they want to do Mm -hmm. Um, and my children are all quite different uh, Mm. sort of going down different paths Mm. and um, I mean I said I was saying to my sister-in-law I set the bar quite low because I just want them to be you know happy and she yeah. said well actually I think you're setting the bar quite high <laughs> um, but you know that's it isn't it really yeah yeah, yeah so at the yeah. heart of it yes yes and um, what do they think of their mum's success as far as what what you've achieved so far do they let you in on any anything that they think about or um, how you inspire them at all yeah, I mean, I think they, um, yeah, they're very proud of, of our network. Mm. Um, uh, I think they would have liked me to have worked less, mm. um, to be honest. I think that's a problem for people who work from home. It can be hard to divide the time between yes. home and um, and work, mm. which is another very important aspect of home, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Managing to separate the two. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's been a really um, positive experience for them to have a role model of a, of a mother who mm. is doing something, has set up something for herself. Mm. Mm. Um, and I think that it would be, um, I, and I think that they've taken from that that you can make opportunity out of anything really, out yeah. of any situation. Okay. And what do they do? How do they spend their lives? So my son um, is a mathematician by background and he works in a digital startup uh, company um, uh, which um, is based over on the east side of London um, and he loves that and that's going very well. Um, Then my 
daughters i've got one who has um she qualified well not qualified but she graduated last year and um is working for um a couture company called ralph and russo mm. as um, an intern doing uh, who pr did um Meghan Meghan Markle's Markle's that's right engagement, her dress. engagement dress exactly mm. so she's um an intern there at the moment and hoping uh, i think doing very well with them and hoping to um, develop in fashion PR okay. um, and then my other daughter has just graduated from um, Edinburgh University mm. in sculpture mm. um, and she is very much at the stage where she's exploring what she wants to do next mm. so um, she actually enjoys the hospitality end of things she's been you know the um, working in restaurants and bars so mm. she might go that route or she might um, do something completely different, I don't yeah. know yet. Yeah. yeah, it'd be interesting to see where yeah. her life goes. So who inspires Debbie Blot? Who are the people that inspire you? I would say that I am um, inspired by everyone around me, to be honest. Mm. I would say that I am inspired by, I would say I'm inspired by my children, mm. no question. I would say that I'm inspired by all my family, Um and I would also say that, you know, the network that I'm involved in, mm. the individuals within that mm. are all incredible. Mm. Um, they've started up um, original businesses and um, have um, done the most amazing things. Mm. Um, and I think that I also have, I'm particularly inspired by people who um, have, you know, dedicated themselves to uh, bringing up their own children mm. and um, still file, find time yeah. to be themselves yeah. Yeah, um, in any in any way. Mm. So yeah. Where do you see the Decor Cafe being in the next ten years? How do you think it's going to evolve? So what do you want to see it evolve into? Yeah. So I um, it is already a creative hub. Mm for um, home and home business mm -hmm. and we have just um, I mean we just launched a shop we've um, got a very strong community that we run um, a club for and I see us um, developing the online side of what we're doing building on um, other ways of connecting people mm -hmm. who want to um, create a lovely home with people who can help mm -hmm. um, and supporting the people who are running their own home businesses. Um, so I would see um, our network developing, um, the relationships within it strengthening mm -hmm. and our opportunities for um, connecting them to people who appreciate their skills mm -hmm. um, growing. Mm -hmm. Is it, it's not just for creative people, though, is it? Because I know you were saying about um, there's, a, there's a need to help people who are starting a business because people who start businesses who are creative, for instance, um, are not always very good at looking at the practical side of things. So you also are building that side of helping people as yeah. well, aren't you? So. Well, it, yeah, I mean, it, it comes down to your definition of creative. Mm. So I think um, I have a very broad um, definition of the term creative mm. in that I think that anybody who can think outside the box, who can start their own business, whether it's an accountancy business mm -hmm. or um, an interior design business, mm. has creative skill. Yeah. And um, 
a creative skill is um, a way of thinking, a way of um, developing. So, yes, we're definitely for people. I agree absolutely. We're definitely for people who are more than just good with a paintbrush. (laughs) Um, You know, it's for people who actually um, want to create something. Yeah, yeah. Um, For themselves and for others. When you're thinking about the challenges of having your own business, because obviously you've done that yourself, um, how do you marry that with bringing up, uh, raising a family at the same time and still thinking of being successful? So there are challenges in starting your own business and then there are challenges in bringing up your children to think positively and being successful. So Mm -hmm. how do you marry the two? So I think that... um, the 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 challenges around um, both are quite have common commonality in that I think in both cases you need to be kind to yourself mm. and realistic mm. um, and allocate time to each. Yeah. So um, if you are, um, you know, I think. I mean, as a woman, it's easier for me to talk as a woman. And I think that, you know, we tend to beat ourselves up Mm -hmm. about not doing a good enough job on bringing up our children, not doing a good enough job. If only I'd done that, I could be running the country, (laughs) etc. Whereas actually, most of the time, we're doing a really good job. Um, And so I think there is a... um, that If we are kinder to ourselves and are more relaxed... Um, then we will be more confident in ourselves. And Mm. if we're more confident in ourselves, that breeds more success, Mm. whether it's um, in supporting your children or in growing your business. Mm. Yeah, no, that's I absolutely agree with that 100%, because I think um, happy home, happy Mm. heart, happy family, happy business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you can, when you see success in one area, as long as you're, we were talking about this earlier, as long as you see the balance in your life and you make sure that you have that balance, then it's a win-win situation mm. on all fronts. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to just ask you a few short questions, um, short and sharp answers. So um, if you could sit down with one person and have a conversation over dinner or over coffee with them, who would that be and why? Oh, for goodness sake. Um, <laughs> if I could sit down with one person and have a conversation with them, um, I guess it would be... Um, it would probably be with um, Frank Geary, mm. um, the architect, uh, because I recently had the opportunity to go and stay in his incredible hotel um, in the Maki uh, de Riscal region, the Rioja. Mm. And he is someone that has clearly got an extraordinary creative brain mm. that he's reached, you know, gone to the top of his profession. He's thought outside the box. Mm. And um, I would love to know more about him and tap into, tap into that. What makes him? Yeah. But there's loads of people I'd like to do that yes. with. I just, <laughs> he was someone that I found very inspirational recently. Okay. Um, if you had the choice of a beach, forest or city break, what would it be and why? Beach. Oh. Um, but it would be a quite a remote beach, probably. Mm. I love the... Um, 
I love the sea. Mm. I love the view of the sea. Um, I think it could be really calming. I think it can be really um, invigorating. Um, yeah, I just I think that combination of of um, sea and land mm. is amazing. But I would choose somewhere probably that was quite rugged and remote and dramatic, okay. rather than I'm not someone to ever lie on a beach. Okay. okay. Yeah. And um, if there was, what would your perfect day be spending, say, spending with your family? What would that perfect day involve? Um, I think my perfect day would involve um, exploring something new. I always love to explore. Mm -hmm. I love to um, travel Mm -hmm. and explore different things. So we would, um, obviously, I would take my dog Mm -hmm. as well. Um, we would definitely be heading off to do something which involved a new experience, mm. uh, visiting a new place. Or Have you um, always done that with your family when they were growing up? Did you used to do that with them? We li- Yes. I mean, m- less so probably recently, but mm. yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. And do they um, have they inherited that same um, passion for wanting to find out new things and I think so. Mm. Yeah, I think so, probably. Mm. Yeah. I find it interesting with entrepreneurial parents who are always wanting to discover new things. And we've already spoken about how you love to start new things Mm. and experience new things um, and that you've run businesses from when you were at school, even though you didn't realise that's what you were doing, Mm. that they, when they have family of their own, they tend to always want to experienced new things with them because they they feel the passion themselves for it and they want their children to experience that passion in a different way so I tend mm-hmm. to always ask that question because I, I find it it seems to be a common trait between people who are entrepreneurial and people who maybe don't think entrepreneurial and that that's how they uh, raise their, their kids as well so yeah I and mean, we've traveled a lot and we've yeah so it's in the blood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the podcast is called Raising Successful Kids. Um, and I always ask, what does that mean to you? So what does raising successful kids mean to you? I think raising successful kids is about um, helping ch- helping your children to know who they are mm-hmm. and to find their place in the world and how they want to contribute to the world Mm. in a way that suits them okay okay and do you help them along that way or do you steer them to the right people similar to what you do in the decor cafe where you connect people so i think um it's finding a balance which i wouldn't say that i necessarily always get completely right but it's about finding a balance between um supporting them in their own exploration and giving them as much possible opportunity and education as you can Mm. um so and that will vary depending on the age of your child so um you know in a in a in a as it when they're younger just giving them as much possible opportunity as you can to do as many different things as they can mm. so that they can find the things that um, that they enjoy. Mm. Um, and 
trying to, you know I was very keen that I mean I would say as a family um, we're say more arty overall than we are sporty okay. and more musical mm. but I didn't want to neglect the sporty side you okay. know so you want them to have as much opportunity just because of what you like yeah you just try and give them as much opportunity as possible mm. to expose them yeah. to as many things and yeah see what sticks yeah really and what they like yeah yeah okay so how can people find you and find the Decor Cafe? What, how, how can they connect with you? So um, we have a website, um, thedecorcafe.com, mm -hmm. um, and um, all the contact details are on there. We're also on um, Instagram as Decor Cafe Net, um, and we also have a Facebook page, The Decor Cafe. Okay, so people can just yeah. um, find those and then... Yeah connect with you and how do um, they come along to an event that you're running or one of your creatives are running? So um, there's an events calendar on the website okay. um, but if people are interested in finding out more then they can always just um, phone me mm -hmm. or my business partner Emma. Mm -hmm. I mean all our contact details are on the website. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So just head over there. And yeah. So. yeah. And you're pre based predominantly in London you're saying? Uh, Predominantly in um, South West London, okay. uh, but also to some extent in the home, home counties. We have a business club mm. um, in Surrey run by Sally Bouquet, mm -hmm. and um, we also do some events in uh, Kent and in other parts of the country from time to time, okay. but predominantly in South West London. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's, that's not too difficult to find <laughs> and get to. Okay, so thank you so much for taking the time today out of your busy diary to um, come onto the podcast. I really enjoyed talking to you. I uh, hope everybody else has enjoyed listening. It's been fascinating hearing Debbie's story and what she's doing, how she's building the Decor Cafe into being the successful um, hub for creative and business people that it is. And there's a lot of lessons that can be learned uh, as we're raising our kids to think and be successful um, about how to network and how important it is to network and be with like-minded people um, who will build you up and help you to grow and help them to grow to be the best they can be so that they can help other people to be the best they can be as well. So thanks ever so much for listening. Uh, remember to like the Facebook page and share and do all those things that you're always constantly being asked to do and we'll look forward I look forward to being on the next podcast with you so and until then uh, take care bye bye for now bye